Hello, everyone, and welcome to Community Conversations, where we talk with members of the PNH community about how they manage their daily lives while also managing their PNH. Today, we'll be chatting with Dr. Guy Winch, a renowned clinical psychologist and expert in the science of emotional health, along with community members Patricia, Jesse, and Jordan, each of whom have PNH. They'll be discussing how to have more productive conversations with doctors including how to feel comfortable opening up, how to find your voice and speak up about how you're feeling and what you might need, and creating true partnerships with your care team. Before we get started, I do need to note that Dr. Guy Winch, Jesse, Jordan, and Patricia were compensated by Appellus Pharmaceuticals, Inc. for their time spent preparing for and participating in this discussion. Dr. Winch, I'll hand it over to you now. Thanks for that kind introduction. And thank you to our guests today, Jordan, Patricia, and Jesse, for taking the time to speak with us. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me today. Thanks so much. I'm really happy to be in this discussion. Thanks for having me. Now, I want to talk about talking to your doctor about mm. PNH and how that makes you feel, because that's a really tricky one. It's a very important relationship. It's important to have honest conversations with your doctors. But we grew up in a society in which doctors are authority figures and we might feel hesitant to talk with them honestly or bluntly or to, you know, say certain things. So I wanted to ask you, Patricia, what, what tips do you have in terms of speaking to your doctor for the people who are listening today? Um, to be honest, I have, a, good, I have a, a very good team and I have a good relationship with my team. I can say that, you know, in my sleep, all my sleep, um, um, what I do is, um, if I'm not feeling well, I have that line of communication. I can always call ahead to, to state what's going on. And so my doctors can be prepared. And a lot of times, sometimes we forget where really exactly what is going on. So I make a note of that and take that along with me. Um, I also, they, because of the communication we have with my nurses and doctors, if I have a day that I, I'm always jolly and always talking and always doing stuff. So if I come in and I'm sad, they know what that means. That simple means that I'm not feeling well today. It's not a holly jolly day. So we have a good communication. So I think um, you have to really find a doctor that you're comfortable with that you can always open up to because that's the key. You have to find someone that you can connect with and open up to. This is my second doctor. And um, we so have a good relationship. So that's, those are some of the things I do. I try to, you know, call ahead of time to prepare them and also make notes of what is going on and, you know, take it along with me there. So that's my tip on that. Th those are very, very, very important things. First of all, writing things down is very important because, as you said, you might see the doctor on your not-so-jolly day, or you might see a doctor on a jolly day, and when you're having a good day, you might forget that two days ago it wasn't such a good day. So writing things down to be able to give a full account, I think, is important. But the other thing, Patricia, that you do, I think, so well is that you really coordinate you know, among the people. You communicate yes. well. You give them the heads up about certain things. You can talk to a nurse. You can talk to a doctor. You can bring a friend. And you're almost like a quarterback in that sense where you are controlling what's going on exactly. in the field. And I think that's such a wonderful, wonderful approach. Um, Jesse, what about you? I'm actually really similar to Patricia. Um, I 
try to make a list before I go in. So that way, if I have any questions and or even take notes of the way that I've been feeling over the last couple months or weeks before I go in. Um, I also like to bring somebody with me whenever possible. Um, so like a friend or a family member or a coworker even, because that way they can really understand um, what PNH is, what it looks like. Um, they can also ask any questions that they might have that maybe I'm not aware of, or I don't, you know, I don't realize that maybe I'm having a symptom that they've noticed, you know, those types of things. They can bring a different understanding and they can also take notes because oftentimes I'm the one that's typically leading the conversation and asking those questions or, or having the, that dialogue. And so if there's somebody else there that's kind of there to take notes, um, that's important as well. Uh, bringing in lab results. Um, uh, if, if your doctor doesn't already have access to them, um, depending on what type of doctor it is as well. But, um, you know, sometimes my labs don't, don't accurately reflect how I'm feeling. So uh, my body might be telling me one thing and my, and my labs are like, oh, but you look like you should feel great. And so I think that's important to kind of discuss that and look at the kind of the wave of, of what that looks like and how I'm feeling. Um, and most importantly, though, find a doctor that you trust, because oftentimes, and I know, especially when I was first diagnosed, I was very intimidated. They were using a lot of words that I didn't understand or describing things in a way that, you know, was completely new to me. Um, so to find a doctor that you can trust is extremely important. Uh, you know, to remember that our doctor's jobs are to take care of us, right? They're to take care of you. They, that's what their main job is. And so, so, and the best way for them to do that is for us to be honest and then they can sort of correlate the best decision for our health. Thank you. And I, I, I agree so much because um, as I said earlier, we we're raised in a society in which doctors are authority figures, but here they are your teammates. You know, mm -hmm. as, as, as I said to uh, Patricia, the, the quarterback, they're, they're teammates, they're collaborators. You, you need to have a relationship with your doctor, which feels collaborative, which feels like you can come in and say, but wait, what about this? You're saying the blood work looks good, but this is how I'm feeling, or you're saying the test results are this way. So, and, and you want a doctor who can have that conversation with you. I also think it's so important to maybe bring someone when you can. It's really difficult to sit in front of a doctor with a list of questions, to ask them, listen to the, re to the response, remember it, go to the next one. It's just, it's so much to do. It's very useful having someone there who can maybe take notes or help take some of that that burden off. And I can tell you as, a, as somebody who works with, with, with patients, when somebody comes into my session, and many people do, um, organize, okay, I came today, here are my questions, here are my thoughts, this is what's going on. I love it. As, as a professional, I love it because it makes my job easier. It, it helps me then collaborate because it's not, we're not starting from scratch. They've put thought into it. And, and for me, okay, here's somebody who wants to really manage things well. And so I feel a better sense of collaboration. So I think those are really important points. Uh, Jordan, how do you approach speaking with your doctor about your needs? Well, I think a theme that's been common throughout everybody is just being proactive um, and staying in front of things. Like when it comes to scheduling, for example, like only you know how best your appointments and your infusions and stuff can fit into your schedule. So staying in front of the doctors, making sure, not waiting, sitting back and waiting for the nurses and the doctors to make sure you have your infusion on the calendar. You have to go out there, advocate for yourself and uh, and make sure you're being proactive on all that stuff because 
I mean, we like to think sometimes that we're the only patients these doctors have, but that's not the case. They're busy. So you have to make sure that that you're in there in front of them and advocating for yourself at, at all times. And you know, it really helps to just avoid unnecessary stress and scheduling conflicts and last minute changes. And, and I mean, it, it's not all unavoidable, but definitely just staying in front of it and uh, being proactive when it comes to scheduling has helped me uh, do, handle this seriously. You, and you raise such an important point because, you know, yes, infusions and different things have to fit into life. And so you're the one who knows what those life moments are, when at work, when in you know, your personal life, certain things can fit. So you do have to go in and then advocate and say, no, I need this scheduling to be done in this way. So it fits in with what my life is. And for that, you do have to advocate. You do have to be proactive and you do have to be, you know, really not just wait for things to happen, but just get out there and make sure like, no, I need this kind of appointment. I need it to be scheduled at this time. I think that's, that's really um, important. I think we're just about out of time for today, Dr. Lynch. Yes. And um, thank you. Thank you all for joining us, Dr. Winch, for your excellent insights and Patricia, Jesse and Jordan for your unique perspectives. I know others in the community will find it helpful. If you'd like to hear from others in the PH community or learn more tips and tricks from Dr. Winch, be sure to visit our website at thisispnh.com. We're always adding new resources, video, and audio clips, so check back regularly. And thanks for joining us. <laughs>